God tells us the treasures from above are true treasures, and those treasures await the one who is revived. Let's talk about treasures from revival today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay with us. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Well, greetings and hello, everyone. Thank you for being with us today for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. And we're also appreciative of our Jay Webb, who will be back from time to time to tell you about some good things that we offer from our broadcast. A couple of things from the very outset, friends. Everything that we offer from International Gospel Hour is absolutely free. We will not ask for your money to keep us on the air, nor will we ask for your money for any material that we want to send. We're not going to ask you to send a gift of your choice our way. If there is something you'd like to have from us, it's absolutely free. All you have to do is ask, give us your contact information so we can get it to you. Also, we're grateful that we are assured that we can know the truth and the truth will set us free, John eight thirty two, and the truth that is in Christ Jesus. The psalmist asked a question in Psalm eighty five six: Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? There is no doubt that revival comes from God, and the word is found sixteen times in the Bible. It's a biblical word with a biblical meaning to keep alive or to make alive or to make alive again, or to restore. That pretty much covers it when you think about it. All three of those are true treasures from God. To be made alive again, to come back to God when we once left Him, or to be made alive, dead in sin, and then obey the gospel, and to be kept alive, to be encouraged to grow and to mature in Jesus Christ. Today, let's think about some of those treasures that are from above. Oh, from from Matthew rather six nineteen through twenty one, the treasures that do not moth or uh, where moth and rust do not corrupt and where thieves do not break through and steal. What a beautiful thought! So, friends, today let's think about some treasures of revival, and we'll do so in just a moment. But first, here is our J. Webb. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com, and please request a free copy of House to House Heart to Heart. May this be of aid in your studies. Friends, have you ever thought that the cross of Christ is a treasure to the one revived of God? Well, of course it is. You know, in John twelve thirty two, Jesus said, And I, if I be lifted up, will draw all men unto me. Think about the cross of Christ and the blood that was shed upon that cross. The blood of the New Testament, Matthew twenty six twenty eight. Through his death, the New Testament came forth, according to Hebrews nine sixteen. The scripture that teaches us revival in Christ, that we know what we need to do to be revived. And from the cross of Christ is the shed blood of Christ that purchased the church, Acts 20 and verse 28. 
In Ephesians 5.25, we're reminded how he gave himself for the church. The church wherein is the saved of God, Acts 2, verse 47. The revived, those made new again, Acts 2.38, Romans 6, 3 through 6. From the cross is the shed blood of Christ, through whom one has redemption in Christ through his blood, Ephesians 1, 7. Upon obedience to the gospel, one is made alive in Christ, as later the Ephesians were told in Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Yes, friends, the cross is a treasure to the revived, the saved. For without the cross of Christ, there would be no salvation and no hope, which brings us to number two. How about the hope that is provided by God is a treasure to one revived of God? The word hope is a word defined as desire plus expectation. You see, it's not just a blind hope to where we say, well, I hope I am, and then we may have a doubt. This true biblical hope is a desire plus an expectation. We are educated within our hope that we desire it and we expect it because of God's promises. How about the way Peter put it in 1 Peter 1.3, a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hope that according to Hebrews 6 and verse 19 is the anchor that keeps the soul both sure and steadfast it does. You think about those huge anchors when they're dropped that can keep a ship stable, although the waves may raise and it may adjust that ship, it's going to stay stable, it's going to remain in place. And hope is that anchor that keeps the soul. And such hope keeps one enduring to the end, for the same shall be saved, Matthew 10:22. Do you have that hope in God, friends? Not a hope where you've got a little bit of an out, well, I hope so, but... No, no, not that kind of hope, but true biblical hope that's based in Christ, that desire plus expectation that we have in Christ. Here's a third one. How about the forgiveness, the forgiveness rather, of God? That is a treasure to the revived of God, to be forgiven. We mentioned this moments ago looking at the cross. But I think about the promise and the assurance made in the days of Isaiah In Isaiah 57, verse 15, the latter part of the book that told the children of Israel, Yes, you'll go off into captivity, but I will never forget my remnant. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabits eternity, whose name is Holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also, that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Friends, I look at that and I'm thankful that God forgives. I mean, after all, who needs forgiveness? Well, all of us do. But friends, may I ask also, who needs to be forgiving of others? All of us do. In Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. You see, friends, we are to put away those things that can weigh us down and take us down. And also, in turn, when we put it away, we need to put on that forgiveness. We need to put on that tenderheartedness and to treat one another as God would treat us, to be forgiving. We understand being forgiven upon obedience, yes, that revives a soul, brings us to life. 
but one must be forgiving as well. That's a treasure for the one revived of God, not only to be forgiven, but to forgive. Let's consider also the word reconciliation. Such action, friends, revives one of God. In Psalm 85, verses 7 through 9, Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people and to his saints. But let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. What a joy of salvation! Show us your mercy, Lord. Grant us your salvation. How that salvation is near to those who fear Him, who love and respect Him, and will grasp His mercy. You see, reconciliation simply defined is from moving from enemy to friendship. And that is how when one changes their attitude and turn toward God and obeys His will. Paul put it this way in Romans 5.10, For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. It represents a change in the individual. In 2 Corinthians 5.17-21, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Be one from enemy to friendship. Why, Paul? Well, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. For God to make Christ to be sin for us, that we can be reconciled to God. When I believe in Jesus Christ, friends, and I'm willing to confess that faith before men, Matthew 10:32 and 33, to state my faith in Christ, and then allow that faith to move me, to change my direction, which is repentance, Luke 13:3 and Acts 2:38. And then, yes, friends, when I'm baptized into Christ, the only way to get into Christ, Galatians 3:26 and 27 and Romans 6:3 through 6. And I'm raised to walk in newness of life. If any man be in Christ, he's that new creation. Friends, what a joy to be reconciled to God and one of the treasures of revival. I'm going to pause and return to our J. Webb. He's got an awesome home Bible study for you. And friends, if you've never tried it, we'd love to send it to you. It's free. And here's Jay with the details of how you can receive that study. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Well, friends, thank you for joining me on this study today, and we're going to continue our studies together at another time. So thank you always for joining me here on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, as always, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory.